Hark the Sound, it's your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked on Tar Heels. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. If you're a former athlete like myself, you're very conscious about what you put in your body, and Built Bar is a great way to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, which is great for my keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get $10 off your next order. But hurry, offer is good while supplies last. Welcome to today's show. We are super excited to get things going here. I am Candace Cooper, and I am ready to unleash the UNC Beast. As we know, it has been a cluster on campus, so please bear with me as I tap into some great hot topics, okay? First up, we got to let y'all know what is the update in the Tar Heel world. The Daily Tar Heel is about that life, about that action, and you're going to find out why. UNC is going virtual, and Coach Mack Brown, he has responded to team's latest news in how we pretty much can coach through COVID. So he's going to give us some tips and share those ideas. We also have a bonus, a little extra for you today. Current Carolina basketball players have responded to the idea of having virtual classes but still being able to participate in their sports this fall, which they start their season in October. They're current, they're technically considered winter sports, but they'll still be on campus despite only having online classes. So let's get into that. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. Again, I am happy to have you rock with me today. Do yourself a favor, download and subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. I love to have conversations on social. I love to hear your feedback, get some hot takes going, and get it flowing. I want to know this is the time where everyone's in this pandemic and they've got nothing to do but tell me how much they love or hate the Tar Heels. So I'm looking forward to getting to know y'all a little bit further. Now, let's dive deep into what is going on. First up, UNC is getting rid of UN, of in-person classes. A week after starting the semester, UNC has halted in-person classes as clusters of COVID-19 cases flood campus. All undergrad cl- classes have shifted to online starting August 19th. So that's Wednesday. Now, clusters, so in case some of y'all don't know, our SAT prep word for the day, a cluster is considered five or more cases. So if there are five or more cases, you've got a cluster. And that has happened four times to date on UNC's campus or at a fraternity house or a dorm or residence hall. Okay? The in the percentage of known cases on campus went from 2.8% to 13.6% in a week. Those kids have been back on campus for a week. Okay? We haven't even got to the point where we can truly get in. We haven't even done the wow week of welcome yet. You know, they were just gearing up for those virtual happy hours or join a club, join a different organization on campus. They couldn't even get into that good before they already had people messing it up for the entire bunch. So like I said, 
UNC will be halting in-person classes because of the clusters, which beggars, I want to ask the question, what do you guys do for people that are in these apartments that are still close to campus? What do you do for the kids who are still in residence halls? So they've had more, they have now have more time on their hands because they don't have to show up for class. So all the pajama parties, <laughs> all the different hangout options that they have are going to keep going because a lot of them are not going home. For some people, the wi- the best Wi-Fi you can get is Davis Library, right? Or any other undergrad or the undergraduate uh, library. So you have too much at your disposal to just walk away and no longer attend, you know, campus activities, but more so now you're putting yourself at risk, which is just, <sighs> let's sigh. I'm trying to stay positive here because I know despite everyone doing their best effort in the athletics world, we cannot fight off people who don't frankly care about sports. They could care. Some people could care less whether or not we have sports come fall. And that's just a sad reality. Some people just came to college to have a good time and a great time. And they want to have one in 2020, despite everything that we've got going on. The chancellor said in news reports that more than 500 students were either in isolation because they were infected or in quarantine because of possible exposure to the virus. And some students are being housed in area hotels because there isn't enough isolation or quarantine space available on campus. So let's run it back. They're probably saying at that Hampton Inn near Franklin Street. I don't know, that might be too nice. They have the Carolina Inn buses, or what is it? You know what I'm talking about. The Carolina um, bus groups that bus everyone for games, probably have them shuttling those bad boys, giving them food, providing them with some snacks, because let's, let's not call it food, right? They're not giving them full course meals in quarantine. I saw some vi- some pictures where people are getting some trail mix, some oatmeal, some bars, and some water, and saying, here you are, here's a hotel room, and good luck in isolation. <laughs> see, you in, see you in virtual class on Monday. So I'm just, I don't even know what the overwhelming factor of being stressed out in that space can possibly be like, because you're trying to have a sense of normalcy when that just frankly no longer exists. We also saw the Daily Tar Heel light it up about that life, okay? They are about that action. I don't know who was fed up, but my sis, the editorial editor-in-chief, she said she had a mess, okay? Print it, whatever it is. We are going to let everybody know just how frustrated we are in Carolina country. We all saw this coming. But it was funny because the Daily Tar Heels title of their op-ed was simply, well put, UNC has a cluster F on its hands. Speaking of the four clusters that I mentioned earlier, And it truly has been a cluster F, but they didn't just put cluster F. They didn't have an asterisk over the U, which usually people do when they are trying to not say the full word. They spelled it out. They put it in print. They sent it to print. Everyone, CNN, you couldn't type in Twitter without seeing the Daily Tar Heel past 48 hours, which is cool. I don't know that I want to ever be in the news or something like that, but you know, here we are yet again, Carolina, for some reason (laughs) that is not positive going viral in a heartbeat but that seems to be our story sometimes 
I will say, though, I am proud of students kind of leading the charge because once again, they have vocalized more than once everything that's going on. They have done the hard work and the due diligence. You've seen, you know, university staff, you've seen board of governors really fail these kids, quite frankly. Everyone has had the opportunity to let people know what we should do well, which is stay home, do in-person classes. Everyone top down has had an opportunity. Kids have begged you to do it from top down. Let's not have these classes. We have warned you. We already know how some of our classmates can act. You know, as people, the new millennials and Gen Zers, we know everyone cannot be trusted. So please don't put the ones of us who are trying to do it right at risk. But, you know, the good old mighty dollar seems to win the day. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So the athletic department decided to get in on the action, of course. They had to respond because once you go virtual, what are you going to do for your student-athletes? What are you going to do to ensure that these athletes are still well taken care of, to still make sure that they have the opportunity to go to class, participate in their sport, and their seasons are not going to crap because we know the ACC plans on having athletics this fall unless something drastic happens. So we saw in a statement from a spokesperson for the athletic department, they said, quote, our students athletes will continue to attend online classes and may choose to remain in their current on and off campus residences. Workouts and practices will continue under the standards set by our university, health officials, and department. We still are expecting to play this fall, and we will continue to evaluate the situation in coordination with the university, the ACC, the state, and local officials and health officials. The health and safety of our student-athletes, coaches, and staff, and community remains our priority. Well, does it? Does it really? I, you know, we're going to keep letting you guys work out, get yourself, you know, wearing masks while you work out, which I still, I've tried to just walk the HEB in the grocery store and I'm about out of breath, but kudos to everyone trying to do their max squat days and put, have a covering over their face. I More power to you for real. I think that, you know, while I am trying to stay positive in that sense, it still is very um, perplexing to me as to how you can tell these kids that they're quote-unquote normal just like the rest of everyone but they're really not if you're still going to allow them to come on campus and participate in sports there is a sense of entitlement that comes with that there is a sense that you know you're leading with money instead of leading with health I mean and you're and you're showing it and a lot of these guys they know it a lot of these young ladies they know it but at what cost? Because everyone wants to play. I would want to play my my senior year, my junior year, my sophomore year, my freshman year. I would want to play right now because I need a sense of freedom. 
I need something that's going to take me away from the craziness that is going on in this world. And that's what sports is for a lot of us. We all wanted to have that time where we can just get away and really concentrate on something other than the craziness that's around us. But are we ensuring that this is safe? I don't know. I can't really call it at this point. I'm not feeling confident (laughs) in the higher ups because it changes by the hour, it seems. One week, and I'm sure these people have met since this all broke out when they had to cancel the NCAA tournament and the ACC tournament last year. I'm sure we all met and had those conversations, but now here we are (laughs) and it's getting into the 11th hour. We're still going to try and you know, punch through, I would be more angry if you told me maybe September 1, when we're getting ready to start September 12th, that we aren't having a season, right? I'd rather you let me know that (laughs) right now so I can mentally prepare to have a fall where I'm either still training with no pressure or, you know, I'm getting myself together and preparing for a season and we're going to go full steam, bar none. Like, Anything goes, we're going to have a season guaranteed. Do not tell me that (laughs) September 1, September 5th, September 9th, that we've decided, made a decision that this is just too risky and we can't fully guarantee safety, so we're no longer going to have Oh, my Lord. Do you know that everything would go awry if you did that to these kids? The mental toll that it would take, because you're mentally preparing to try and overcome something so grave in the year 2020. You're trying to get yourself together. You're trying to go to class virtually. You're trying to make sure you're safe and you're not around, around you know, crazy people only to have your season taken away in the blink of an eye. That would be unforgiving for me. Now, we had Mac Brown come in and speak with ESPN College Football. He decided to, of course, lead the group. And you know, every time Mac speaks, I don't know. I get further and further entrenched and feeling like we're going to go undefeated this year. I don't know. I'm, I told you guys last week, or I told you guys Monday, that I think we might go undefeated this season. But after hearing Mac speak today on ESPN, I'm pretty confident that we're going to go ahead and do the whole damn thing. So convince me otherwise. Let me know. Let Follow me on Twitter at Candace D. Cooper. Follow Locked on Heels. Let's have a conversation about it. Tell me why I'm getting too hyped about Carolina football yet again. Tell me why I'm getting my hopes up. Keep, bring me back down to earth. But right now, I don't see I don't see myself coming to earth anytime soon because Mac Brown has convinced me that he is the leader that's going to ensure that we get this done correctly. He spoke on things about trusting officials, the health officials that are leading the charge and ensuring safety for the student athletes. He talked about athlete wellness and how he is making sure that the athletes aren't just prepared physically, but they're prepared mentally because the mental toll that this is taking on everyone seems to be overwhelming. And we all know in 1822, life can feel just so enormous and the moments can feel so grave that we don't know how to handle it day by day. But he imparted a great quote simply saying, win the day. And that's what you can do. If anything, if any gym you can take from Mac Brown, it's win the day. It's bar none, the, a bar <laughs> for me, because there's just too much going on in the world to try and think about. 
six months from now, to think about next weekend. I'm just trying to make it through the day and succeed in that way. Finally, he was talking about his leadership and his responsibility. So we're going to take a little bit of a listen. I'm not nervous at all. I'm doing what I'm told to do. I wear a mask. I social distance. I wash my hands 84 times a day. I sing our fight song every time I wash my hands. and I've got it done really well right now. Uh, but um, I was hired to lead this program. And, and leaders have to step up during dire times. And you take crisis and turn them into positive. So I'm responsible to the University of North Carolina, to Chancellor Cunningham, um, I mean, to, to Chancellor Gustavich, Bubba Cunningham, our athletics director, our trustees, our board of governors, all of these kids and their parents and the staff. So uh, what an awful thing for me to, to even think about stepping out uh, at a time where they need leadership and they need a single voice. See what I'm saying? There's something about Mac that just gives you confidence that there's no pandemic at all. There's something about him that just makes me feel as though we've got it all together. He's like that old uncle that just has that wisdom. He wants to take care of you. He has your best interests at heart. I see why guys want to play for him. He always knows the right things to say. And he's a very he's very real. He's very honest about things. Anytime I've seen him in a press conference, he'll tell you flat out, <laughs> coaching college kids is hard as hell. And he is just here to kind of turn the program around. And that's what he has done. But more importantly, he's not going to have people out here risking their lives if he doesn't feel like these health officials can do it safely, which is so critical because, you know, they're kids at the end of the day, right? They're part of his, you know, greater family and he wants to ensure that they are safe. So I trust him. I'm not sure how much I trust these health officials right now, but I'm going to keep it going. I'm going to keep feeling positive and I'm going to cover the entire campus with good vibes and hoping that one, the kids stay away from the college athletes, stay away from people who are doing foolishness. But more importantly, the people who are doing foolishness can kind of take a step back and just chill out a little bit. So of course, you know, we had to throw Carolina basketball in the mix because, you know, they start practice, start late night with Roy in October and we get things going and winter sports could definitely be affected by everything happening right now with COVID-19 and the pandemic and switching to virtual classes was what was told would be the best course of action for UNC's campus. Now there are some reactions. We had current senior basketball star Garrison Brooks respond to a tweet today after their news came out about going virtual, he said, quote, in his tweet, so what's the difference in student athletes and regular students? Are we immune to this virus because we play a sport? Very fair question. Do they have to be on campus? Can they still roam about these streets, despite the fact that everyone else is being told <laughs> to isolate and stay away? And he wasn't the only one to chime in. You had Armando Baycott Jr. give his two cents, saying, in the same responding to the same tweet, student athletes question mark, amateurism question mark, or employee question mark. I want to play, by the way, this is just all contradicting to me, which is very, again, true. I can't even be mad at the young brother for letting his thoughts be known. Because for the simple fact, we don't know the answer. We, well, let me, let me not be like, let me, let me not be like that. We know the answer as adults. <laughs> we know it as living in the real world what it really is. However, for some odd reason, we're going to keep playing 
you know what it is. I know what it is. But <clears throat> they're going to do their damnedest to pretend as though everything is going just fine, which is more stressful by the day. I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. But all I can do is truly be optimistic for the guys that they can be safe and healthy and do their part. But again, it's a hundred for the hundredth time I'm going to say this until we all figure this out and it's all over. It is not the players. It is not the coaches. It is not the staff that anyone needs to worry about. It's not. It's everyone around you. And yes, there are going to be some dumb guys who think that, oh, I'm tired of being in the house. I'm tired of being in isolation. I just want to go hang out with some friends, be a, be away from anything athletic. We're going to mess it up. <laughs> There's going to be, and it might not be of our major sports. It might not be basketball or football. It could be field hockey. It could be lacrosse, baseball, what have you. But somebody's going to mess it up. <laughs> somebody's going to ruin it for the whole bunch. And when that does happen, it's going to be very telling. But if you are, like, it's not going to be surprising to me. But it might be very telling of why you're trying to force <laughs> amateurism down kids throats if you're not going to put them in a bubble or any type of safe setting it's unrealistic to think that college students are not going to pretend that they are invincible they have that mentality of i can do just about anything they feel immortal they think it's just the flu or it really can't happen to them and i like heaven forbid anything serious happens to any of these athletes then what then what do you say I don't want to see a HBO special of Real Sports with Brian Gumbel down the line where we're talking to a former student athlete who tried to participate during COVID and now he, you know, is on a ventilator or now he can barely walk up steps. But who is he to hold liable for that? Like he can't he didn't sign a he has a sign a waiver. He just assumed risk. You know, you can't sue anybody off of it. All these all the legalities is just super stressful one but two is it worth it like a lot of the guys who have opted out I'm not mad one bit I kudos to you for stepping up and doing that and I appreciate Mac Brown for you know reiterating the fact that guys can do that and feel safe but of course as athletes we want to keep going we want to be a part of our team we want to ensure that we have the season that we've been hoping for and believing in we are used to a certain mentality we are used to structure structure is how we survive and to take that away in such a egregious way is damning on the spirit like you can't I don't think any athlete or former athlete can sit here and really fathom or really explain fully what it is like mentally to be going through what these kids are going through currently. I can imagine. I, if I lost my structure, I can't function without a mental clock in my head right now, let alone trying to survive school. Heck no, I would be mortified. So again, trying to stay positive for these guys and make and guys and girls and making sure that they just keep their head straight and keep it on a swivel. Final thoughts for today's episode in three parts, okay? One, when UNC's administration shows their ass, believe them the first time. They have muffed up major issues on campus before. So nobody who knows anything about Carolina should be surprised that they did it here, right? We know that at the end of the day, the almighty dollar has ruled Chapel Hill for a very long time. Number two, 
coaching in COVID. My man, Mac Brown, is giving me hope that he is leading some strong, strong young minds. I'm believing that he is leading coaching coaching staff to do great things and football will still continue. And he is also adhering to everything needed. He is washing his hands to the fight song. He is doing his part to ensure he can be around as well because he is in that group. So we're going to keep him covered. But I can argue, argue, and I will argue that this is easily one of the hardest endeavors that anyone has ever had to endure. But like he said, mental health is everything. So take care of your mental health. Finally, the kids see everything. And by kids, I mean these athletes, right? Amateurism is freaking dead. If we demonize people for offering graduates pay lists, meaning don't pay them free internships, we should demonize the NCAA for getting free labor from athletes that give them billions annually. All right? It is time for college sports to come to the carpet. And COVID is not going to stop until you answer <laughs> for this amateur excuse. It's all BS. And it's time you got exposed. So be sure to tune in because I'm sure there'll be an update <laughs> in the next 48 hours. You don't want to go anywhere. I'll be back Friday with more hot takes. Hopefully nobody's cussing in their headlines, but you just never know here at Carolina. <laughs> it's always a great day to be a Tar Heel and go Heels.